Okay, a bit different this week. I know that this time of the year leading up to Christmas can, can involve a whole bunch of different things. It can be a time of busyness. It can be a time of very great excitement. Some, for some people, it can be a time of sorrow and sadness and grief. Uh, for, for other people, it can be any mix of things, right? Busyness, travel, uh, sorrow and, and joy all at the same time it can be all kinds of different things. And I know that can be the case. And I also know that when that is the case, it's very easy for us or, or very common for us to let something slip from our lives, which is our prayers. It can be very easy for us uh, to be, it can kind of let that be the first thing to go. So what I simply want to do for, for most of our time uh, during, during the homily today is just to simply pray together, something that we don't often do together. We, we come on Sundays, of course, to worship, right? So maybe this is a little bit of a teaching lesson. When we come to Mass on Sundays, we don't necessarily come to pray together. We come to worship God together. There's a difference. So worship is, is all about our focus on God. It is all about showing God what he's worth to us, our worship. And so we make sacrifice as worship. What do we sacrifice? Well, we, we sacrifice time. We sacrifice some of us our sleep, uh, although not at this mass, right? 12 o'clock mass. Uh, we sacrifice um, our intentions, we come and we bring our intentions to him. Some of us, you know, we put money in the collection basket, make a sacrifice, an offering to the Lord. Uh, but more than anything, what do we sacrifice? Well, as Catholic Christians, we believe that on the altar, we are, we are becoming present to the sacrifice of the cross. That, that by God's grace and by his mystery, there's like time transportation taking place, that either the cross, the, the moment of Calvary is brought to us or we're brought back to that, whatever it is, but we believe that God's grace comes down on this altar, changes the bread and the wine into the body and blood, soul and divinity of Jesus, and that we then offer Jesus to the Father as sacrifice, just like on the cross, Jesus offered his life as a sacrifice to the Father. So when we come to Mass, that's what we're coming for, is to offer our worship to God. This is part of why it's so important for us uh, to come every week, because in coming every week, we are showing God that he is worth more to us than anything else, right? He's worth more to us than anything else. And so, of course, I'm going to come and I'm going to give him this time every week to offer sacrifice to him. But something that we don't do often as, as a Christian community is we don't often pray together. Right, so prayer is, is more about the focus on our relationship with God, this sort of back and forth where sometimes maybe we're asking for things, but other times we're just spending time with God, just spending that time growing in relationship with him, reflecting on things like his, his word, reflecting on uh, growth and charity, reflecting on uh, our avoiding of sin, these kinds of things. Uh, we might do that individually, which is great, but again, we don't often do it as a community. And... Um, I'm not actually sure if the homily is really allowed to be this. Uh, it, it might be, it might not be. There are, I've, read, I've read homilies where saints are praying, so we're going we're gonna to call it good. Um, anyway, so what, what I want to do is we're going we're gonna to pray. There's a particular kind of praying that has, there's a bit of a history with it in the church. It's called Lexio Divina. Lexio Divina, it's a Latin phrase that means holy reading or divine reading. So it's a way of, of reading the scriptures, the the. Uh, specifically the gospel passages, but people do this with other scripture passages as well. There's a way of praying with a passage from the Bible to read it and then just to sort of let yourself ruminate over it in your mind, in your heart, 
and really to ask the Lord to help guide your thoughts, to guide your imagination. So that's what we're going to do. I'm going to read the passage, and then we're going to take like a full minute or so of silence to just reflect. And then I'm going to read it again, and we're going to take a couple of minutes of silence. to like I'm not going to talk. You're not going to talk. We're just going to be with the Lord together. And then I'll read it again, and we'll take a little bit more time of silence. I'll explain it each step along the way. Uh, but the hope is that as we do this, one, that it's just a time for us to pray and to rest with God. That's, that's the whole purpose of this. But then also that, that maybe as we do this, you might think to yourself, wow, that seems actually kind of easy. Maybe I can do this when I'm at home, that I can, I can bust out my Bible and open it up and just reflect and pray with a passage or two. So with that, let's, let's begin with prayer. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. amen. Lord, we thank you for uh, this time. We thank you for this season of our lives, for all the joys that you give to us, and we thank you even for the different trials that we may be going through, the busyness and the chaos of our lives, all of it leading up to the celebration of Christmas. We thank you for this invitation to pray in the midst of our worship. We ask you to be with us to open our minds so that we can understand the scriptures, to open our hearts so that we can share in all that you wish us to share with you. This first time I read the passage through, after we're done, we'll just take a minute of silence and just see if, uh, sorry, I forgot to mention this. You can open up to your missalettes to page 32 if you'd like to. Uh, the passage is there. Sometimes it's just helpful to look at it. Page 32 is uh, the missalette. Anyway, this first time I read through, um, I'll read it, and then we'll just sit in silence. And as, as we reflect on it, just see if there's any word or phrase that maybe catches your attention, that pops out at you. Maybe in a way that it hasn't before, maybe in a way that it has before. But, but just to reflect on that and just, just to begin to see if anything catches your attention. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together... She was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him, and took his wife into his home.
the second time through, as, as we read and reflect, like I said, we're going to take two good minutes of silent reflection, which might seem like a long time. That's okay. So as you reflect, just to ask maybe some questions. What is Jesus trying to show you or tell you in this passage? Maybe as you reflect, he brings an image to your mind. Maybe he helps you to imagine the scene taking place right in front of you. Maybe he wants you to be a part of the scene, to see yourself in one of the characters. Maybe he just wants to show you something in the word. Whatever it is, this is what we're reflecting on. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. last time to read it through again and to reflect in a minute of silence just on whether the Lord might be inviting you to take some kind of action 
whether it's simple, something simple as asking a question or uh, looking something up later, maybe doing something for someone else, reaching out to someone, whatever it may be, any action that he may uh, be inviting you to commit to leading up to Christmas. This is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. When his mother Mary was betrothed to Joseph, but before they lived together, she was found with child through the Holy Spirit. Joseph, her husband, since he was a righteous man, yet unwilling to expose her to shame, decided to divorce her quietly. Such was his intention when, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary, your wife, into your home. For it is through the Holy Spirit that this child has been conceived in her. She will bear a son, and you are to name him Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall name him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph awoke, he did as the angel of the Lord had commanded him and took his wife into his home. Lord, we thank you for this time, however fruitful or unfruitful it may seem to have been. We thank you because we got to spend it with you, because you desired it, invited us into it. We ask for your blessing as we continue our time of worship, as we continue our preparations for Christmas, as we continue living our lives in your grace and for your glory. Help us to live in this place of blessing, in the chaos and the busyness of our lives, to always remember you, remember your presence with us, your voice speaking to us, calling us forth. Give us your heart, Jesus, to share in the flame of your divine love. Pray all of this in your name. Amen. <clears throat> 